Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find Your Favorite Blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. The moose? Yep, the moose. Bree Moosasaurus? She is the consummate ball hound. It doesn't matter what kind of ball it is. It could be a baseball, a softball. It could be a damn basketball. She doesn't care. She likes balls. The reason we're bringing this up is because I was miscellaneously perusing Facebook. And because we have Amazon Prime and I always look at their ads because, you know, Facebook is creepy. I get ads for Amazon that are like those big, long carousels. You've probably seen them. Yes, man. You've seen those carousels. Yep. Do they have them on Instagram too? Carousels? Anyway. Carousels, um, like shopping carousels now? No, like the carousel ads. Well, okay, I know that. But I was going to, the reason I thought you were saying is I've heard that Instagram is testing out online shopping. And so businesses. Facebook has that, that already, so yeah. Businesses that sell products uh-huh. um, are selling their products there as well. Interesting. Anyway, so the carousel ads is what I'm talking about. And I'm scrolling through and scrolling through because I always see the coolest shit. P.S. I saw a hamburger shaped waffle maker today interesting anyway and i see this giant chuck it ball and i'm like okay whatever it's just a giant ball but i'm gonna go look at it because the brie loves the balls then i see that it's like a soccer ball size with ridges for the dog to grab and i'm like the moose is gonna love this she's gonna love it until until it's dead and even then she'll probably love the bits of it after it's dead so i added it to a list because 23 dollars it's kind of a lot for a dog ball until yesterday when uh, we ordered it and it arrived today and she shrieked at it when it came yes. out of the box. She made doggy shrieking noises. She was very excited. And then she attacked me as I held it in my hand. And what was crazy was I threw the thing to my left in the air. And she reached out with her front paws and grabbed it out of the air with her paws. Not her mouth. That is pure paws. instinct. Yes. It was. She's an athletic creature, that one. She now really she's wandering is. around there looking for it. And she then proceeded to play soccer with it and then it got a little bit away so she picked it up with her mouth has these little ridges on it like that are like handles in a way and then the dog can use it with their mouth you know hold the handle essentially well, and the rub the handles are rubber on the inside so you can grab it better too right it's just a neat little tool for her to play like a little toy for her to play with that could also be a good training tool i was thinking interesting but I think she's going to really enjoy it. We'll see. Um, Tomorrow we were going to take it out with us to the park along with the other little ball with the rocket launcher. And we'll just see what happens. Well, because at the regular dog park, we always kick the ball for her instead of throwing it because it's a little less conspicuous. Right. She loves that. You don't attract as many maniacs. And that's just kicking a tennis ball size ball. So I think she's going to love this at the... Yeah, because you can... That's a good point. Because you can kick it lightly like a soccer ball and then she has to chase it. Yeah. 
The one That's review, the one review I read on Amazon says that his dog is completely obsessed with it and like cuddles it while it's sleeping and everything. And that they go to the so cute. they go to the park. There was the big giant dark yeah, colored lab. That's so cute. You. And he said. He takes it to the park and his dog gets kicked in the face because it steals the ball before he can kick it. And so then he accidentally, you know, like bumps the dog with his shoe. And he says he's kicked it into his dog more times than his dog has actually chased it. But the the dog absolutely loves it. That's going to be Brie. You watch. Yeah. You're going to have to wear pillow covered shoes so that you don't break her face. When she dumbly sticks it in front of your vastly moving foot. Nah. When it comes, you know, I'm used to like working with Mitch with baseball and Maddie with hockey. I'm, I'm used to working with them on their practice. And I know to hold back because I'm bigger than they are. And it kind of transfers over to the dog. Like, I was thinking the very thing. She's going to steal the ball more often than I'm going to kick it because I'm going to be afraid that if it's... I'm going to have... The only way I'm going to kick it is if I know I'm getting there way before her. If it's super close, she can have it. So you're saying I'm going to have to hold her and you're going to have to, like, wind up and kick it and I'm going to have to let it go? Yeah, the only way she's going to run. Because I know she'll go to steal it and as the dad in me kind of goes, whoa, you know, back off. Like, there were times, my gosh, Mitchell would make me so angry sometimes because he would he would do what he does now you know like when mitchell's like in a situation that he doesn't hate but he kind of wants you to know that he's done with it for now not done with it permanently just done with it for now and he kind of gets sassy and makes you know kind of funny admittedly jokes Mm -hmm. about the situation sometimes they're funny sometimes they're infuriated and then he continues to go along with what you asked him to do though that's the good thing but he does a video game and then he does not what? Unless it's a video game, then he does not. Yes, he gets angry. <laughs> That's not his fault. It really isn't. But it's he would do that, and I would want to hit the ball so damn hard, like I would if he was like an eighteen-year-old when he was like twelve. I wanted to, and you just hold back, you know, and you're like, can't handle it, can't do that. You'd end up hurting him. Not, not even worth it. Don't hit out of anger. And you move forward. So you learn, like with the dog, she goes after the ball. Like I said, if I think it's going to be close, she gets the ball. I'm not touching. It's like bullshit. Because I don't want to kick her in the face. I could kill her if I kicked her in the wrong spot. My brother and I used to hit. He would throw, then I would hit the baseballs for the dogs to God, chase. I can hear this one coming. <laughs> and one time I accidentally, I don't know how, but the dog was behind me. And I hit the ball and then swung the bat back and I hit the dog in the snout. But not like oh. eight-year-old. With yeah, a tiny still, little plastic poor bag. Dog. And she like yelped and she ran and I was like, no! And I like followed her and then I had to like hug her for hours to make sure she was fine. She was completely fine. She was just a little mad. She was sassy like Brie is. Yeah. This one, her personality is really, it's intriguing to me because... She comes off super needy most of the time, honestly, like super needy. She has to be, when she's sleeping, she has to be like right on top of you. Right. Like at nighttime, she'd rather lay over you than to your side. Like literally she would. Oh my God. Last night I was sleeping. I was like laying on my stomach and she came to cuddle and she dug her pointy little front leg elbows into my calf. And I was like, ow, 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 ow. Well, that's the thing. Like, she's a very interesting character because on the one hand, she's kind of pouty and, you know. She's a baby. Grumpy. On the other hand, she's super sweet and loving. So, like, you get more of the super sweet and loving one than the pouty and grumpy one. But once in a while, you get the pouty and grumpy one. And when she's pouty and grumpy, she is pouty and grumpy yeah, with she sits, capital letters. She sits at, just out of your reach and sideways glares at you. Yeah, and looks straight ahead. Won't look at you, won't look at me. She just stares straight ahead. Side 
psycho dog. <laughs> but I love her. She's a sweetheart. So tell the people about our adventures and why why we're having our adventures. What was it like? It had to be like eight weeks ago at this point. I found on the Orange County Register a list of apparently, apparently, the top 10 best donut places in Orange County and what they recommend you eat at those places. Okay. Right. So about eight weeks ago, I was like, yo, we all like donuts. Let's but, do but these hold things. Hold on. Whoa, wait. But why? What are we up to when we're going to these places that are on this list that you found? We're eating donuts. And what else are we doing? Well, you can tell that part since you're the one doing it. Well, I was kind of hoping that you would do it so I wouldn't have to pat myself on the back. But okay, since you're going to insist on putting me in an awkward, weird, screwed up, messed up (laughs) spot, I will accept that gauntlet and run with it. My thing has been to learn video editing better and better and better. And you know what? (laughs) I am far from good at it. But he's way better than he was three months ago. But I am so much better than I was a few months ago. And I've learned a few new things that I'm going to try. But I use my vlog for that. And here's why. If I used my business account to practice on and I screwed it up, it costs my livelihood. But if I do it on my own personal time not associated with the business side, I can say and do whatever I want. And if I put out the crappiest video ever, you can come and tell me that it's the crappiest video ever. And I won't care because even I know that it can be better and better and better. I'm not dumb. So for all of you who went to his vlog channel on YouTube to see the video of me dyeing his hair, yeah, now you can go there and you can check out the donut places because he's made a vlog for every donut place we've gone to. That's correct. And how many have we gone to now? Like five, five. right? Yeah. So let's talk That's about crazy. the five places. That's crazy when you think about but it. Let's talk about them. And by the way, some people may be wondering, it's actually longer than eight weeks because we can only go every other week. I know, but we went to we went to one on a non-Mitchell weekend. Yeah, but that only makes it like, you'd only be So it'd like, be donut, donut, We'd donut. be at like 12 weeks by now, off, 13 weeks. Donut off, donut. No, it's eight. Exactly. I actually did the math right in my head the first time, which is really confusing. Makes sense. Okay. You say so. You calculated it. We'll go with it. If anyone else thinks differently, info at yogispodcastnetwork.com. Anyway, so the first place we went, I can't remember what it was called, but it was in Newport. I think it was called City Donuts? Yes, City Donuts. Okay, Newport Beach. You can go find uh, my vlog on um, YouTube to see this video as well. He's going to post the links in the comments. I'll have the links in the the comments to the vlog. Um, But yeah, anyway, go there. Anyway, so then we go to this place. The first one was a cronut place, though, remember? They had donuts and cronuts. Did they have donuts? Because I thought they they only had cronuts. No, they had donuts and cronuts. But they were just like basic donuts, and neither one of us had ever had a cronut before so we were like we're gonna make it a cronut place i gotta i've gotta do a self-deprecating thing i am a dumbass because (laughs) i had no idea that all a cronut was was a croissant topped like a donut what did you think it was i thought it was a mixture of the two doughs okay i thought it was like donut batter croissant mix mixed together i feel like you thought of this mostly because you don't know super well how croissants and donuts are made i have zero idea how either one is made that's not even the point point is that i was stupid and thought that they were combined in that way no 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 stop i'm trying to tell you you weren't stupid because you have no idea how to make a croissant or a donut so why the hell would you know that those two things don't really logically logically when you're not a person who bakes it makes logical sense to 
thing. Or fries. You know, <laughs> like, like, look at the, look, here's one reason. Look at the stupid, um, Little Caesars, the dumbass pizza, commercial. Pizza. And they got pizza bread. And it sounds like it's a new product. You're like, what the hell is this pizza bread? And so you look, right? Cause they're not stupid. They know what they're doing. So you look, you're like, pizza bread. Huh. What it is is it's their large pizza, right? One half of it is pepperoni pizza. And the other half of it is and the other half of it is breadsticks. That it's, it's just the perfect basically pizza for the two up. of us. Cause but I the like point is, sticks. but the point is they make you think it's a new product to get you to look at commercial. It really isn't anything special. It's breadsticks and pizza. Well, why would I think a cronut wouldn't be a mixture of a donut and a croissant? Well, and in a is. sense, it really it's is. It's a donut-styled croissant. Because it's a donut-styled croissant, but it's not a donut. What makes se. it different from a croissant is the way that it's cooked, because like, you know donuts are deep-fried. Right. So they take the croissant dough, and cut it into the it? donut shape, and they deep-fry it, and then they glaze it. And that's well, why well, it's supposed to be so crispy on the outside and really, really croissant-flaky on the inside. Okay, well, when you describe it that way, that cronut place had, so far I'm going to tell you, my opinion, the best-tasting donut, period, the end. No. Yeah. That's not what you said when we went to the Fullerton place. We have, we'll get to it. Just remember, people, he liked the Fullerton place better i don't think so and he'll remember but okay in a i might have said that and i will own it if i did but i think maybe i've changed my mind after Those having this conversation amazing, though. though they were the bomb like but neither of us has now ever i can't even go there because i don't want to like get off of my eating plan there's another cronut place on the list thank god i um, hope it's good but you know I- i'm surprised i actually prefer cronut to a donut have you ever had a honey cruller yeah they're all right that's what they remind Kinda. me of they're just less crispy i used to have this thing it was called a bear claw Those are- and it was like super crispy donut with like glazed over it and, and it had raisins. Like s- raisins or cinnamon or whatever on the inside Both. oh so good and it was good because the outside was so crispy and the inside wasn't right and that's what i liked about the cronut the outer shell was like Brum. and then you get to the inside and it was like chew chewy chew now don't chew. you wish you would have eaten it when it was fresh yeah and not the next day like a dingle dangle were you like i can only imagine how good it would have been sometimes you're weird about new things did you wait till the next day to eat it because you were weirded out that it was a new thing yeah i had to think it through i'm well, not kidding i know i'm weird about that decision. stuff i love by the way that you know that about me anyway i love it so then, it's amazing that you know that about me the next week we went to the play this place in costa mesa called sidecar donuts that are like the most well-known donut place yeah. in Orange county and wah, me wah, no wah, no you can want want at their regular donuts all you want but the people who are listening to us talk remember what you said about me after we went to denver and they remember that you told them that oh, i ate eggs Lord. benedict for pretty much every non-dinner meal while we were she there you did and so the sidecar place has a basil eggs benedict donut yes people they had a donut that was made with egg benedict so like he feels about the cronut is how i feel about the eggs benedict i could get that though that's totally really reasonable for for me i know i their regular donut was kind of it's kind of like you know what you know you you just charged me you know an arm and a leg for a single donut right and i'm expecting it to be special you know it doesn't even have to be fantastically out of the ordinary but when it just tastes like every other i could have gotten that same donut at 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 freaking um dunkin donuts and probably would have tasted better at dunkin donuts that's the worst part They have unique flavors and they're small batch made all day. But I think the part that ruined it for both of us was that it was so hyped up. Mitchell told us this was the best donut place he'd ever yeah, been to. Yeah. Crazy You're not wrong about overhyped. that because we're like that. 
when people hype something up, we get crazy with our expectation. I know. And then we're always disappointed. It's a weakness. It's a real yes, weakness. Yes, we're always disappointed. But and we're you know aware. what? The, the <laughs> few times that I've managed to like keep my expectations low, things go fine. It's when I don't do that that things go haywire half the well, time. Yeah. Half. Okay, so then we went to the place that, okay, the list says it's in no particular order, but we went to this place in Fullerton called Oli Boli, and we walk in. Oli Boli wasn't in Fullerton. Oli Boli was in Tustin. Tustin. Okay, my bad. Sorry, Oli Boli. Anyway, we get there, and they have this, like, counter of donuts, but, like, you know how Starbucks does their pastries, and they're just, like, one floating pastry that's been there for, like, 800 years? Right. Okay, so they had that counter. In the display case. Display case, that. But they didn't have any, like, you know, the normal hooded donut counters of donuts. Right. You just told them off this, like, display case what you wanted. Okay, whatever. Correct. Delicious. Okay. And what did they do, though? What I thought they were going to do, I thought they just had them in the back. And then they were going to go in the back, box your shit up. Okay, you know, like a normal donut place would do. Like, okay, that would be fine. Like when you go or when you order a dozen of the regular donuts at Krispy Kreme and they just like shuffle into the back and bring you a box. Right. That. That's what I thought. No, 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 no. This place you ordered and they dropped dough hot into the oil right then and glazed and decorated. Yeah, they cooked it for you right then. Holy shit. I have never had professionally made donuts that were hot out of the oven. Mitchell even said it exceeded what he felt about Sidecar, his previous favorite donut shop of all time. Wow. See, you got to get him to tell me this stuff before I close out the vlog so I can have a monologue about that. He said it at the place you were there. Ah, but he doesn't always talk to me. That's the place you said was the best donut you think you've ever had. As far as donuts yes. go. But I think that after thinking about it, I think the cronut is superior to the donut, which is why the first place is number one. Because it had a cronut that pushed it above donuts, and it was the best cronut. Well, if it makes it through the pandemic, when you and I go to visit New York, like we've talked about doing a hundred times, we're going to have to You're go to a the, the cronut place. What's it's it called? It's where it began. I have to look it up. Oh. But they're the inventor of the cronut. I will remember this. You Good. know I will remember this. Anyway, so then, stop four on our list was in your Belinda. What the heck was that place called? Station Donuts? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so. First of all, before we say anything, what we're about to say is our opinion, only our opinion. <laughs> it is our opinion. You heard me, right? Our opinion. You can either choose to agree or disagree. That's fine. We are not stating what we're stating as fact. It is our opinion. Okay, so they're donuts. You walk up to the counter and they're super cute. They were adorable. They had like a Ferrero Rocher donut that had the little ball candy in the middle and then it was all beautifully decorated. They looked gorgeous. If you opened a box of their donuts, you'd be like, Anyway. Right. Sorry if that sound was loud in your ears. Anyway, so, so we all order. We all got two. And the register said, get the old-fashioned glazed yeast donut because they're the best. Right. Okay, so it was good. The old-fashioned glazed yeast donut was really good. Comparable to a Krispy Kreme, same donut. Good. Okay. But then... You know you know why I go, huh? Because I had an old-fashioned donut, just a regular old-fashioned donut. The cake one? And it was, yeah, and it was, you know, it was done the way they always do the old-fashioned donuts where the cake's kind of crispy and the chocolate is like kind of hard on the outside and soft on the inside it was done like that 
But it was just like basic. Like it was the same old, same old. There's nothing special about it. And that's why I just think it's meh because there's nothing special about it. If you want to, if you want to step it up, you got to have something unique. Well, there are so like, like example donut really was like it was really good. Very well but done. Example, their glaze was great. Example, the place that we both agree was good. They made the damn donut right then and there in front of your face. That's unique. Still same old ass donut, but it's unique. And that I don't know. There's something about the experience that enhances the taste of whatever it is. And I think it's because when someone gives you like superior experience, you may sort of have high expectations, but you're way more forgiving if they're not met. So you've heard us? Yes. Yeah. So you've heard us now say the first three donut places we went to were all really good. Yeah. There was one... nothing wrong with any of them. And then we get to, so, and that's fourth place. The raised glazed donut. Freaking delicious. Mitchell had one too. He agreed. I think he had the Meyer lemon one. Anyway, uh, but yeah. So did I. It was really good. Yeah. But then Mitchell and I both got one of their like shishi frufu donuts. Mine was the Ferrero Rocher one I mentioned. And he got like this one that had like little whipped cream clouds and a rainbow. And it was super and cute. That was the place. That's yeah. why I said, whoa, so you Nelly. You have to wait. You have to wait. So those ones were awful. Mitchell and I's eyes met as we were biting these things. And we were like, blech guys remember just our opinion there was like no sweetness to the donut at, or flavor so it was just like fluffy carb that didn't even taste good on your tongue and then i don't know what his tasted like but his face told me it was similar experience then they poured on mine they poured like dark chocolate with no sweetening in it at all the only thing sweet on the entire donut was the ferrero rocher on the top the rest of it was butt flavored well but then these two him and ash got we asked for ham and cheese croissant and Ash had just had like tooth surgery not that long before. So she didn't want the jalapeno one because she didn't want the spiciness to get into the wound. And I don't blame her. That would hurt. So we ordered a ham and cheese croissant. What did we get? A ham, cheese, and jalapeno croissant. But we cut the damn thing in half with a knife. Both of us at the same time put it in our mouth. And just like she just described, we locked eyes and we you could tell. And we both like spit it out. The cheese was gross. It was, it was like sour tasting. The ham, oh, don't even get me started. But here's the thing. I want to make a point. We've not been compensated by any of these businesses that we're talking about. We're giving our opinion. And other people might love their croissant. Me and Ash Ash were like, that is just not good. But we didn't go back and ask for our money back either. So it's not like we're saying it to get our money back. We're being dead on honest about this. Right. It was just bad. And like I said, the old-fashioned donut. It was well executed. It was. It was. A they good... were your neighborhood donut place. You would know to go the there and get donut. the glazed and the and Meyer the lemon glazed. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. But I would not get their croissant. Hell no. That means that there's some other things there that I probably wouldn't get. Like they had a breakfast burrito. If your croissant, if you can't even make a ham and cheese croissant, I'm not even coming near your breakfast burrito. But like, sorry, I stupidly and stupidly got a green juice, which I will never do at that place ever again because because the picture was like kale and apples and celery and cucumber no it was a glass of celery juice i did not need that many celery burps for the rest of time 
just yeah. nasty. I was not. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. And then finally, this last weekend, we went to one called Glee Donuts, specifically the Fountain Valley location. Yeah. For some reason, they're owned by the same people, but the Anaheim location is the Anaheim less location good. is less good. But that was again. We tried the Anaheim location like three years ago, yeah, and it was a breakfast knows? burrito I wanted, and their breakfast burrito was Taco Bell style. Bad. <laughs> But I got a breakfast burrito from this place and it was it was spot on. It was so good. There was like buttloads of super crunchy bacon. It was awesome. Their their donuts were decent. Decent. I liked mine, but that's because the jelly filled ones are my favorite kind of donut, I think. The- and the it was like homemade jelly preserves on the inside it tasted like, so they picked good filler. And then the outside, they'd glazed it so much that it was like caramelized a little bit, so it gave it kind of a unique outside flavor. So <laughs> make faces over here. Anyway, what I think is interesting about the whole donut situation is how much the best donut relies upon individual person's tastes. Because, like, okay, that last place, you liked their jelly donut. I didn't have one, so I don't know what the ratio was of, like, donut to jelly. But, like, I had a custard filled, and it was way too much custard. Way too much. Oh. Not enough donut. 50% custard or... Like, it was drowning in custard. I was choking it down. It was so much custard. Like, ugh. They could have cut about 50% of that custard away, and it would have been way better. It just didn't have the right ratio. And... You know, like I said, you can only judge a place by what you've tried. I would never say based off of a single experience that I'm never coming back unless everyone that was with us was like, that was the most awful, disgusting food I've ever had. And you notice what I said. Not that it just didn't taste good or wasn't spicy enough or was too spicy. Just that it was just everyone agreed it was disgusting. Like we'll never go back to that place we already talked about in your Belinda. Right. So we all agreed that was bad. <laughs> right. And and but but that that's exactly the example that I'm going to give you is that it everyone agreed like no this is not a place to be and it makes sense to me to then you know ban them from our list of places to visit because why would we want to go back and have disgusting food like well it's not like it's a place that I really liked and you really disliked because then once in a while we would either do like yeah compromise and go there right and I mean that's that's the thing even these other you know differences that we've had I don't see we us ever having a problem needing to go back to one of those places unless you were really craving a cronut and i really wanted to go to the other place then we'd have to actually compromise maybe we'd have to go to both places we've done crazy shit like that before aren't they far away from each other tustin and costa mesa no not so bad all right south coast plaza and then that's the 405 and 55 and then over here's the five and the 55 that's tustin and it's one freeway over i keep thinking tustin and Fullerton are the same place just they're not <laughs> No. So, you know, it's... We have five left. Five to go. Five down, five to go. But if we so only far, gave you one... So far, there's five, who's your favorite? The one in Tustin by Oli a Boli? long shot. Holy Bully. But I also thought the Krona was unique and delicious. So, but donut. Yeah. Oh. And I understand, you know what? I know where I'm coming from on this now. Now that I think about it, I remember where I was, where I came down to the idea is that like I said, I'm kind of in the point of why am I going to compare you as better than the other average donut places when you're not Those even Those are the unique? only two that were unique. I mean, you're if, right. you're not even, if you're not even... Well, that's the thing. They were the only two that were unique. The Oli Boli place, it was just fresh off the, you know, boom, into the oil and out. It was fresh. Made right in front of you. That was what I think I liked the most about it. 
was that it was so fresh. It's like my favorite thing is if someone makes chocolate chip cookies is to eat them when they come right out of the oven when they're warm. I know. I love that. That is the best. You used to ask me to make you cookies like every second night. Yeah, it's how I got fat. Sorry. It's all right. My fault. (laughs) I asked. But, but, but I think that, um, no, I lost it. I had a thought. Now it's gone. Oh no, you're one thought of the night. Just kidding. You've been great. I enjoyed this conversation, but you know what? I think we're beating a dead horse at this point in time. Well, I just, I, the only th- I guess the other thing I wanted to say was that we were giving a middle of our adventure update because I think at the end of 10, we wouldn't be able to remember specific details about yeah. the first couple. Yeah. So, and one of the things we could, you know, just gave like me an 10, idea too. Weeks. It just gave me an idea too. We can also, at the end of this, do a special episode that's part one and part two combined together in one episode. Well, so look forward to that. And now that we've beaten the dead horse and beat the dead moose up with a giant new ball good night everyone hasta la bye bye thank you for listening to the nightly rant if you enjoyed the show please give us a five star rating on apple Podcasts or google play if you didn't enjoy the show please just ignore that previous request for a rating this has been a yogi's podcast network production